Folks, we have another fantastic big dog guest for you today, uh, Luke Rosiak. You know, people often say, and I get asked this all the time, Brother Craig, where is true journalism uh, today? Because the journalism industry, uh, they're just shields uh, for the Democrat Party. They've obviously chosen a side, and people actually wonder, you know, wow, journalism is dead. No, it's not, folks. Journalism is alive and well and it is in the capable hands of many very, very brilliant investigative journalists. And my guest, Luke Rosiak, is one such investigative journalist. He's an investigative reporter for the Daily Caller News Foundation. And prior to that, this gentleman was an investigator for the Senate Homeland Security and Government Affairs Committee. And he's written for the Washington Post, Washington Examiner, and the Washington Times. And I want to say welcome uh, to the program, Luke, and thank you so much for sharing with our audience. Great to be here. Yeah, and your book, Obstruction of Justice, and you know all these phony, fake um, investigations of Trump and anyone connected to Trump, and then, of course, with Democrats, you know, you have Uranium One, you have um, uh, this 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 story that you're writing about the uh, security of all of the emails and the equipment uh, where the Democrats uh, hired out a uh, a family, a Muslim family, uh, who who raked in millions of dollars, and you know, share the story of how this happened. This is it's just like what you say. It reads like a James Bond tale. It really does, and it was a surreal experience, as you said. I mean, the media defines they they really control what we perceive as reality, and so we hear about you know Russia this, Russia that for two years. No one can say, what did, what did Trump do with Russia? No one knows. But it doesn't matter because the Democrats have figured out how to get the FBI to do all this stuff. Remember, they're paying for that dossier and mm-hmm. manipulating. And, and so at the same time as everyone's hearing about this, I find this whole parallel scandal involving a hack on the U.S. Congress by this Pakistani-born guy that was hired by Debbie Wasserman Schultz, the head of the DNC, and he was uh, – hacking Congress the same week that the DNC got hacked, the Mm -hmm. authorities on Capitol Hill catch him. And so they kind of cover it up. And I'm the only reporter who finds out what's going on. I've got documents and I've got records and, you know, firsthand witnesses. And uh, the media is kind of going off on its own way. And really very few people have even heard about this particular case involving Imran Awan. But it really, the things that happened shocked me. And Craig, I'll never feel the same way about the Department of Justice. And uh, yeah, there's you know, no the, justice. The, you're so you're so right. There's there's no justice. These are just Democrat hacks. And what this is why Trump calls them the swamp. Okay. And uh, now that you also write about how the the uh, the Democrats have sought to defend themselves and cover themselves and their people, they're blackmailing. Uh, the the few people that are going after this one woman, uh, they forced her to resign. You know, share the uh, in you know in the limited time we have, share how from Pelosi to Wasserman Schultz on on down the line. You know, kind of unpack this a little bit. So this was caught by the Inspector General of the House of Representatives, a nonpartisan investigator who's specializes in, you know, cyber crimes and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so she was originally hired by Nancy Pelosi 10 years ago. Uh, she stayed on her job because she's very good at it. And they, uh, Nancy Pelosi her and her staff 
force this woman out of government when she brings this hack to light because she won't uh, drop it. And they're screaming, do you will not investigate our people drop this right now. And they basically frame this woman and kick her out on fake ethics charges. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they stall and stall and stall so that this doesn't come to light until after the election. Yeah. And so that means that for six months, while we're in this lead up to the 2016 election and the Democrats are talking about hacking in Russia, they are knowingly leaving Pakistani um, hackers on the House network. Mm-hmm. And so eventually they're banned but not arrested. And after that, they sneak into the House office buildings and take Debbie Wasserman Schultz's laptop at midnight and leave it in a phone booth at midnight. So as you say, it's like James wow. Bond. No yeah, this James Bond this, stuff. Tell us this happened. Yeah, I, I want to know who's going to play you in the movie. <laughs> I mean, this has to be a movie. I mean, people are still making movies about Watergate and Watergate is like child's play to this and Uranium One and, you know, all the other many, many Democrat uh, scandals. I mean, this is now let's not just pick on Democrats, because I often say that, you know, the Democrats are like the alligator that got loose in the zoo. You know, you don't expect him to put a, a napkin around his neck and ask for a, a toss salad. Okay. You, you, you get, you get angry at the zookeeper that let him out. The, the alligator is going to do what alligators do. So you, you say that, uh, attorney, former attorney general, Jeff Sessions and house speaker, Paul Ryan, you know, they're the guys that we hire as the, as the zookeeper. How did they let these alligators loose? I love that analogy. And you know, that's exactly right. I mean, the Democrats basically outmaneuvered the Republicans with their understanding of how the media works. They put the Republicans on the defensive by saying, you guys were in charge of Congress. All this rule breaking occurred under your watch, which is true. But ultimately, what we saw is Republicans that were less savvy. Uh, they were naive and trusting and gullible, and they were taken advantage of at every turn. Mm-hmm. And the Democrats basically deliberately just told these Machiavellian lies to the Republicans who were essentially asleep at the wheel. And some Mm -hmm. of them kind of been in DC for a long time. They want to go along and get along and they're kind of worried about what they're seeing, but they hope that someone else will step up because they don't want to put their job on the line. And it's just a lot easier to look the other way. You're right. It's cowardice. Yeah, it it, it is. And then that, that idiotic phrase that I often hear and I, I sometimes I feel like, my head's going to explode. Wow, that's my friend across the aisle. And I've known him. I know he's a Democrat, but I've known him for 35 years. He's a good man. We just disagree on how to get to where we want to go. I mean, this, I, you, man, have you won any uh, investigative awards for this? This is, this is great. Yeah, I mean, but this, this is, is real work, real work you've done. Yeah, and and in the one minute we have left, please tell folks how they can get your book, how they can follow you, and you know, and I, I want to know if there's a screenplay in the works. I I think there should be. I'd lo- I think uh, when you read this book, and it's called Obstruction of Justice. Uh, my name is Luke Rosiak. I'm the author. Newt Gingrich wrote the foreword, and he says this is the biggest scandal that's in Capitol Hill history. Um, when you read this story, it's not like reading uh, one of these opinion books or news articles. It's like reading a drama. It really is like reading a novel. But through it, you realize how the Democrats scheme and manipulate and how the DOJ and the FBI do their bidding 
in order to control uh, what we find out about and what we don't. So I think it's a fun read and it's an important one because these kind of tricks are going on Mm -hmm. uh, all the time. Yeah. And what's your website real quick? Obstructionofjusticebook.com. Obstructionofjusticebook.com. Go out and buy it, folks. Local congressman Don McEachin is uh, involved in this. Okay. I appreciate that. (laughs) God bless you, brother. Keep up the good work. Great talking to you, Craig. All right. Bye now.